You're listening to Living Free and Fulfilled. I'm Katie Bach, your host, a Gemini, yogi, intuitive spiritual guide who believes in the magic and the power, the wisdom that lives inside of you. And that's what this podcast is all about. I am on a mission to empower you to create a life that feels good for you, a life where you can live it your way. Tune in each week to hear from me, to meet new people as they are interviewed, as we share together tips, tools, practices, experiences that have guided us to create a life that feels good so that we can support you on your journey to live a life aligned with your soul as you plug back into yourself rediscover your power, your inner wisdom, and the magic that truly flows throughout you. Are you ready to live free and fulfilled? A new episode starts now. Hey there, listener. Welcome back to the podcast. I am here today with Kristen Wilson for some real talk, and we have a pretty special episode outlined for you today, both Kristen and I have really been kind of walking through this real self-care element in our lives. And it seems to be a common thread happening out in the world. And we really felt intuitively that it was something to bring to you today. So welcome, Kristen. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Hi, everyone. Thank you for being here. So we're going to kind of start and share our story. We're going to share with you the experiences we've been having and then kind of go into what, why it kind of go into why it is so important to explore your energy, AKA practice real self care. So really recently, just about a week before we are recording this episode, Um, And the four weeks before that, so about a month, I was in this space of, I couldn't, I really struggled to pull myself off the couch. I really struggled to get out of bed. I was really, really struggling to be a mother, to be a business owner, to show up and hold space, to be a massage therapist, to do all the things that I do in my life. And I was struggling with it. Like I was fighting it. I was being mean to myself. Like what's wrong with you, Katie? You shouldn't be sitting here watching Gilmore Girls for like the fifth time in a row. You know, like you should be writing social media posts and and writing emails and, and planning out things and, you know, all the mean things I could say to myself, I was saying. And When I finally stopped the struggle and I finally was like, okay, I surrender. And for me, that usually looks like a gaze into the sky, like, all right, my (laughs) arms are wide. I surrender to you. I'll surrender to this. Like, I'll accept it, right? And so I finally did that. And when I did that, I was able to actually see what was going on, why I was feeling that way. And I had been going and going and trying to do so much that I was depleted. I literally had no energy to give. I had no energy to do or to be. 
I could only sit and do nothing. I, in the beginning of the year, I took on a job doing massage and energy healing sessions at a local spa. And I haven't done that amount of massage therapy sessions or energy healing sessions in a long time. And it was depleting me. And I hadn't created the appropriate boundaries for myself to check in and recognize that I needed to refill my own cup more often because I was giving a such a large amount of energy. And so when I realized that, I was able to refill my energy, refill that energetic cup by really allowing myself to rest and not struggling against it, not being mean to myself, but instead accepting that this is what I needed and just trusting that my intuition was going to guide me back to a space where my creativity could flow, where I could do the things, where I could be who I needed to be. And really, it required me to be honest with those around me in my life, for me to ask my husband for extra support, for me to be like to my kids, I'm sorry, I can't right now. I just have to relax. How about we snuggle and watch a movie instead of you know, going outside to play catch or these little things because that's all I could do at that time. And so this is something that's really real. And it happens to all of us. And energy is an essential part of who you are. If you believe in the spiritual woo-woo side of energy, or if you just want to go to the science of it, energy is a part of who you are. And so because of my recent experience, as well as reading an email from Bernie Brown, talking about how she was going on a sabbatical for the summer because she had realized how her energy was depleted. And she was, her team was taking the sabbatical. They were required to do so much vacation time and really opens up this idea that the world is shifting under our noses right now. We are all opening up to this idea of real self-care. And so I'm going to pass the microphone over to Kristen and let her share her story. And then we're going to jump in to talk about this a little bit deeper. Sure. Well, thank you for sharing, Katie, and kudos to you for, you, you said the word awareness, you had the self-awareness, the flags went up, and you saw them, you recognized them, <laughs> and you kind of assessed that energy, and then that awareness helped you to, you know, and the love for yourself, to yes. prioritize, you know, stopping, pressing pause, and, and shifting things around. Right. And that's what we need to do. And my example, um, you know, really has to do with a recent surgical procedure that I had. So I knew that my energy was about to shift physically. Um, you know, I, I was prepared. It was something that, you know, was planned for months and I knew it was coming. And but you think you know what to expect. And then, bam, there you are. And, you know, I um I move around a lot, you know, I have a lot of high energy. So sitting still laying down for days in and days out and resting, which I knew I needed, um, kind of drove me crazy in other ways. So it was interesting because there was a shift in energy. There was a shift in my needs. There was a shift in what was called for in order to sort of like keep my vibe up, you know? And I, I think that recovery from surgery is a lot like life. It kind of sounds very similar to what you described. I mean, 
there are ups and downs, there are predictable happenings, there are unforeseen circumstances, there are shifts in mood, shifts in your physical state, shifts in your mental and emotional state. It's a process filled with tons of transitions that kind of happen day to day, minute to minute even sometimes. And um, it's really, I was just realizing, wow, I really have to stay on top of this. Like every day I woke up feeling physically different, um, better in some ways, worse in other ways. And that sort of like kicked off mental differences about how I was thinking about things and perceiving things. And then of course that led to whether I was feeling hopeful or encouraged or whether I was feeling down, like, Oh my God, this isn't happening quick enough. I'm not healing fast enough. So I was really, um, and I had to do it in a slow pace. You know, my, my uh, energy maintenance program in general tends to revolve around a lot of action. And I really, it really hit me, you know, as I was laying there for about a week, like I, I really, really need to work on the rest piece because I'm not really good at this. Um, but it really forced me to, you know, to really think about what's going to help me every day. You know, like I tapped into my awareness about what keeps me inspired what calms me or what keeps me content? What is it today that will help me? And then the next day, okay, what is it today that will help me? And that was all about just maintaining my energy um, in terms of being able to move through my days. And, and like I said, keep that, that vibe high, not high like energizer bunny high, like I got to be moving all around, but high as in there's still hope, there's still inspiration, there's still contentment, even in my current situation, I'm able to stay centered. And so I got to thinking, wow, you know, like you said in the beginning with coming off of May being Mental Health Awareness Month and self-care being such a common theme that falls under that mental health awareness umbrella that we are hearing talked about more and more often. And then in light of everything that we are exposed to in the world outside of our doors, which, you know, daily, you know, it's the energy outside just get, seems to feel more and more chaotic and derailed. So it's, I feel like it's more important than ever to kind of talk about how each of us can do those energy maintenance plans and actually make that a practice and a ritual, not even a plan, like it's a lifestyle. Um, and I, I think if we talk a little bit about that, and I, that's why I felt like, you know, we need to dive into this E from real now, because I think it's just more relevant than ever. Absolutely. You know, like I said, the world is shifting, right? We're shifting into this space of self-care is more important than working hard, but there's some lag there, right? Because yep. we have these beliefs built into us. We've been taught that you work hard and you complete your to-do list and you are superwoman or superman, you know, like you're this super being, right, where you can do it all. And yeah. even though these ideas are kind of blossoming, right, like the seeds are planted and the flowers are starting to blossom out in the world, we still have those beliefs in our system, which stop us from the awareness. Like I said, my struggle to, to recognize that. Right. And like you said, your struggle to like rest and realize that this is the energy I need right now because you're so used to being active. Right. And so really this is something that you say all the time, Kristen, we're creators. Yep. We are creators and 
we are the conduits of energy, right? We hold the energy and we have the power. We have the power, you know? Yeah. And, and so what I'm thinking of, it's like, we have the power, but if we don't have the energy, it's very hard to wield the power. You know, it's kind of energy begets energy. It perpetuates itself. So, you know, I was reading um, an excerpt this morning, and you may have seen it as well. I think you have the book, The Book of Awakening by Mark Nepo. And he talks about um, these walls of fire that we come against, that we're so afraid to jump through. And basically, the walls of fire are changes, transitions. They are, you know, when old ways that are worn out go up in flames and we have a decision to make. Am I jumping through the fire into the big ocean, the next big ocean to try the new things that I think will work, but I'm afraid might not? Or do I stay on the other side of this burning fire stuck? And I got to thinking, knowing that we were going to meet up today and talk about this, without energy, without your energy being good quality and refined and taken care of, it's really hard to jump through those fires. And so, um, you know, I, that's why I think it's just, just so crucial. And I agree with you. It's societally, we're not there yet. We're so close, but I mean, in my opinion, self-care should be like something that we teach our kids. It's as important to do on a daily basis as brushing and flossing. Like this should be a given. This is not a luxury or something special that we do at a weekend retreat or a spa day or some workshop. And it's not just a topic for one month of the year. You know, this is like a daily, a daily practice that needs to become at the for, it needs to be at the forefront of our minds and become just a given that it's part of our routine. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the key component here, I believe is, you know, if we pull in that A of our real, real acronym that kind of guides our talks together, mm-hmm. it's awareness, right? That, that awareness. And when we're talking about exploring your energy, why you want to explore your energy and real self-care, it starts with the awareness of your energy and what you need for self-care right now. Because like you said, a lot of your self-care is action-based, right? A lot of times I think of self-care as like doing a yoga practice or a meditation or maybe getting a massage, you know, because when I'm doing massage, it's a lot of hard work. That's good. You know, me getting a massage is helpful for my body. But sometimes the real self-care is actually allowing yourself to rest, going to bed earlier or watching that movie that you've been dying to watch and allowing yourself to throw your to-do list out the window for a day and just be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's why I, I think it's important, you know, like what I did with the surgery you know, with the recovery period was I thought, okay, you kind of have to dissect it at every level because your energy has layers, right? Um, Your body, your mind, your heart and soul. That's kind of how I think about it. So I kind of went through that exercise at every level. Okay, what do I, what right now do I need for my body to, you know, make my energy, you know, vigorous and feel good and strong and resilient? Um, And I needed bed. I needed rest. I needed, you know, 
Netflix and you know, yeah. um, nothing that I needed to concentrate on really intently. You know, I just needed just rest and just to be and lay there, you know, but then I thought about, okay, what do I need mentally? All right. I don't want to, you know, I can't read. I can't do this. So let me pick out movies that I know make me feel good. They're always my go-tos. They comfort me, you know, and what are my comfort foods that I think I can stomach right now? Um, and then I thought about, okay, feeling, mood. Um, I know what music makes me happy and makes me feel calm. So I cued that up. You know, I got the adult coloring books because creating is always something that makes me feel good. And it's something I could at least do in a reclined position, you know? So I kind of went through each level and thought, tapped into my awareness to your point and thought, okay, what has worked in the past in similar situations? What do I think will work now? What can I reasonably apply? And you're right. Sometimes it means rest and relaxation. And sometimes it means running through the woods. Um, you know, yeah. and what I really got, what I really came to this epiphany of is, you know, I thought I was pretty good at pressing pause and resting on a regular basis. I suck at it. <laughs> and so once, once I got forced to do it, I'm like, okay. But it was, it was a, a revelation that had I not been forced to lay and reflect, I would have not created the space for that awareness to like float in. And then I thought, okay, so that's something I can apply in a week or two when I have, you know, a different routine going and I'm recovered. Okay. Well, I need to remember when I get back into this running and this and that, I need to think back to this and remember that this period of real rest actually did energize me as well. And so we're always learning and refining and revising our plan for our energy maintenance because we are always changing. So it takes regular evaluation and assessment because um, you're going to be adding to it and building onto it forever. It's fun. It's not anything taxing. It, it's a good thing. And that's to the whole thing of exploring your energy Sometimes when you explore it, you realize things that might not feel so good. Like you're kind of like, I thought I was great at resting, right? <laughs> and then you're like, nah, I suck. Actually, I suck at it. But sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow depending on where your mindset is, right? Like if you're in the space of acceptance and it might be a little easier to swallow. But if you're in the, the space of your inner critic and you're kind of being harsh on yourself, it may not be as easy to swallow. And so because of that, and because like you're saying, we're always evolving, we're always changing, that continuous exploration and check in with yourself of what you actually need in the moment, like the pause to reflect is really how you will build, maintain and sustain your energy and your own self care practice. Um, because it's always different. And remember too that Sometimes when you are in a space of deep healing and you're in that shadow work and you're working through those limiting beliefs and you feel super heavy and you feel like, you know, it's hard and you've opened a can of worms that you just want to put the lid back on. Sometimes what your energy needs is a moment to lift you up. It's a moment to watch that feel good movie or listen to that comedian that you like speak or, you know, go play with the kids or whatever it is. Um, sometimes that's what your energy needs. So like, as we're talking about this, our theme here is kind of like 
action and rest and refilling your cup. But sometimes refilling your cup looks like allowing yourself to feel joy because that boosts your energy so that you can process those heavy and hard emotions that you are working through right now. Yes. Oh, yeah, I absolutely agree. And I liked what you said about checking in, being able to check in in terms of a tactical kind of way to start applying this this concept of energy maintenance, um, you know, setting aside time every day to do just that. You know, for me, that's morning. That's when I'm at my freshest and I like to set the stage and kind of start calmly. And I mean, I will get up the crack of dawn if I have other things going on just to have that 30 minutes at least. And I do a lot in that 30 minutes. But the, the basic idea is to be with myself and check in with myself and figure out what do I need right now in this moment? Um, and throughout the day, you know, as I think about what my day will look like as it unfolds, you know, in, in order to stay energized, inspired, content, grateful, um, and then kind of make a plan, you know, maybe even do some things in the morning if I have time, but then just kind of know, you know, what is it? Maybe it is to put some of those things on my to-do list that aren't really necessary for that day and move it to the next day and make a little time to go out and play, you know, and do something fun in the yard or, you know, it just, right, to your point, it depends. I mean, it could take on the amount of forms and shapes that, that these, these, I say actions are not all actions, sometimes it's just being, that these aspects and elements of your energy maintenance rituals can take are limitless and they're very individual and personal. Um, and so it really, it really takes that check-in time that, that prioritized you time that we all feel so guilty taking, even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes. I don't know. Well, I do know why we talked about why, but it, it's, uh, we got to just keep pushing ourselves to, to do that and reminding ourselves that it's okay and recognizing that it is, it is a right of ours to feel good and energized on a regular basis. Absolutely. And when we talk about self-care, like if self-care is hard, if it's, if it's stressing you out, then it's not self-care, yeah. which, which goes to this whole idea of real self-care. Kristen or I could give you a whole list of things you could do for self-care but that doesn't mean it's the self-care you need at this moment in time. What you really need is that exploration, that check-in, like Kristen is saying, that pause. If it's two minutes, if it's two minutes, like, I hear you. I have no time. My calendar is packed with appointments. I just jumped off a call to get on and record this. And then I've got appointments and then I've got baseball. I hear you. I get it. But that two minutes a day... And, I, and sometimes I skip it and then I pay the price for sure. That two minutes a day makes a huge difference. Even if you have to lock yourself in the closet to get away from it all. That was something <laughs> I used to do too. So I've done that. <laughs> no judgment here. We're just trying to give you, you know, support on how you can figure out those two minutes. Of course, if you got five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, great. But if you got two minutes, that's all you need. Two minutes to check in and say, what do I need today? How can I take care of myself today? And maybe it just means I know I have a super busy day. So I'm going to make sure that I drink a lot of water today to give myself that nourishment. 
I know I got a super busy day. So when I have five minutes here, I'm going to step outside and get some fresh air. It could just be as simple as that. It doesn't have to be these grand big things, but it also is when you recognize that you are exhausted and depleted, but you have a fully packed day. Think about Bernie Brown that I mentioned in the beginning. She sent out an email that she is taking the entire summer off because she realized that she needed that. That was the self-care she needed. We, we all have busy schedules, but sometimes you have to cancel your day and take care of yourself. And you have the power to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in fact, when we don't, then we really get into trouble, right? And then these things become crisis intervention plans, which is really not, we're really trying to avoid that. We're trying to scrap those. Um, because, you know, and, and I know that people walk around, we talk about this, this struggle that we all have to prioritize this for ourselves and this guilt. But think about it this way. You know, I write in the book I'm working on about um, your energy leaves an energy footprint just like people talk about carbon footprints that companies leave on the atmosphere. You have ribbons, threads of energy coming out. You're exuding this. Like you said earlier, we're conduits. We're also, you know, perpetuators of it, creators of it. It, it comes off of us. We throw it out there. So it does affect the collective. It, it's out there. It's not visible, but its effects are visible when you pay attention. So when you are prioritizing, cleaning up and, um, you know, energizing your space internally and making yourself feel better, then that's the energy you're putting out into the world. And not to sound Pollyanna here, there's a lot of things we can do to make the world better, but charity begins at home and, you know, yourself is your first home. So, Take that into consideration that when you are taking care of yourself, you are doing the rest of us a big favor because if you're a hot mess all the time, that's just adding to the chaotic energy that we already feel out in the world. And that's okay because we all are hot messes sometimes, but um, you know, you're actually doing something not just for you, but for everyone when you take the time, even if it is just that two minutes to really assess and evaluate honestly what you need to create that good energy. Absolutely. I love the carbon footprint. You know, your energy is, is impacting not just your life, but the whole world. And so if you are unable at this time to make the choice that you're important enough to practice self-care, think of it that way. Your self-care is actually impacting everyone around you, and it will allow you to give more energetically, more from the pure love of your heart than out of the obligation of, I've already, I have to do this. And it will feel better for you, and it will feel better for those around you as well. So on that note, Kristen and I are going to ask you to create space for yourself this week to do that two-minute check-in. I'm going to say every day, but here's the caveat with that. If you miss a day, don't be mean to yourself. Don't be harsh on yourself. 
you missed a day, it's okay, pick it back up, right? Two minutes of that check-in, exploring your energy, what's going on in your body, how are you feeling, what do you need? Those are the three questions to ask. What's going on in your body, how are you feeling, what do you need today? What do you need in this moment, right? And then actually do something to give it to yourself. Exactly. It can be it can be two minutes of, give, of giving to yourself. It can be five. It can be longer. But it can be just two minutes if that's all you're able to give at, in that day at that moment. So two-minute check-in, two minutes of giving to yourself. And if you're feeling like you want to share it, we would love for you to tag us in a post or story on Instagram or Facebook and let us know what you're doing to practice that exploration of your energy, to practice that real self-care and really just sharing that because we would love to hear from you about that. And on top of that, Kristen and I both promise to also share on Instagram or Facebook or both probably, let's be real, um, (laughs) what we are doing this week to practice that real self-care. So thank you for being here, Kristen, today. Absolutely. Thank you, listener, for being here. And we'll meet you back here next month. Keep it real, friends.